Hey, hey, hey. Hey, welcome there. I got a ton of ideas flowing around in my head. Welcome to the Andrew 2.0 show, everybody. This is the day me and Wes are brainstorming out loud. This is the day we are recording out loud. This is the day we make material to bait you in out loud. But this is just fishing. We're just trying to find some friends. Welcome, everybody. Thanks hey, for coming in. Yes. Yes, and yes. Uh, yeah. What a good day to record. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, man. I so what's the plan? Set yesterday. the stage. Roll the carpet out for us. What's going on? All right. So the Andrew 2.0 show is real lives, real people doing real fucking things. Excuse my language. <laughs> Real lives, real people doing real mother flower things. Mm. Now, I envision this as me and my best friend interviewing professionals throughout their lives. I envision we will pick up material out of their personal lives. And Wes and I are very good at talking to people. We are very genuinely kind-hearted individuals. I believe that people will see this and like minds attract uh, like minds. And they're usually from the same kind. So shout out to all my human beings who are being human. Nice people. The Andrew 2.0 show is for you. It's for Wes. It's for all of us. Andrew 2.0 show is going to dive deep into unique niches in micro environments in our society and in our habitats. One episode could be two doctors. We'll talk about whatever they want to talk about. If we end up talking about what their favorite M&M color is, so fucking be it. My favorite M and M color is white chocolate. What? Yeah, man. You're a white chocolate fan. Marshall Mathers, baby. M and M. If you had to pick a uh, color, Wes, what mother flower flavor are you picking? I guess red. I'm going with orange because they all taste the same. You just go with your favorite color, unless it's the peanut ones, and I'm still going orange. Hmm. Or maybe yellow. It's got it's got to be one of the, oh, the two M and M's from the commercial. Classic yellow is a peanut. Classic regular is a red. I agree. <laughs> I had uh, we'll call her Miss Banana. Just texted everybody, Happy New Year's, and I promise you, the second somebody, hey, can you trade my shift out for tomorrow? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not buying into that, Miss Banana. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Hannah. Oops. Hannah, Hannah Banana. Hannah Banana. That's what they call her. <laughs> yes. This is the more open version. This is the it's two of us version. This is me and Wes. The two of us is a conversation. The 2.0 is the two of us versus everybody. But New York loves everybody. Shout out to my boy Wes Sosa who made this happen today. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. So if we get two doctors on the podcast, how are we going to help them get into a conversation about their professions and stuff? First and foremost, I'm going to ask Dr. So to introduce herself. Okay, you're an ER doctor. What is the most intense thing you've seen in the ER this week? Mm. What is the least intense? Yeah, what is the least intense diagnosis you have ever given out? And I promise you it's a stubbed toe. Where people come in, they're like, I stubbed my toe. And the person next to them is dying from corona. And they're like, help. We're like, oh uh, you need to go to a clinic and help yourself. Get out. <laughs> I stubbed my toe, but I can stand up and I don't need a wheelchair. Then why are you in the ER? Yeah, not an emergency. Yeah, no, they're fishing for a sick note, and it's the wrong doctor's office to be doing it. Get out of my ER. But thank God I don't run the ER. 
Otherwise, I'd be kicking out all the patients. You got a sore throat? Stay home. <laughs> They're like, Andrew, Andrew, easy, easy. I'm like, he just stubbed his toe. You get out with him. Escort him out of my premises. <laughs> but, yeah, it's going to be uh, you and me. We're going to interview people that have something in common. You know, whether it's, oh, we're childhood friends, that's what's in common. Or the two of them work on cars and I'm what's in common. Or the two of them trade in markets, brought them on the show because you and I want to talk about markets. Shout out to Brian Ardilla and Brian Cruz. That's going to be my market episode. You guys are cool as hell. Thank you so much for agreeing to be on the show. Yeah, my buddy Brian Cruz has always had my back. Awesome. Yeah, man. It sounds like sounds like a lot of good storytelling is going to happen. It's going to be all storytellings. Welcome to the clubhouse. Awesome. It's going to be some good stuff. Hopefully we get some insider information on some good things, you know? We <laughs> we got to bring people in who just want to tell stories, right? <laughs> yeah, yes, we do. Yes, we do. Well, ho- hopefully they're feeling chatty. <laughs> so who do you, so <clears throat> so how about us, man? What what do we have to share for stories? So I'm we're going to we're going to feed in our information, but I might be gone for the next episode. All right, then I'll make this. Oh, shit. I can't do nah, that to you. Never mind. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, yo, I'm looking forward to. I'm I don't have it to... in me. I can't ditch you now. I don't have it in me. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I don't have a bad bone in my body. It's not fair. Don't take advantage of it. Uh oh. Nah, man. Me too. I'm not, I'm not trying to do anything shady or. Hell no. Or exactly. That's goodbyes. why I like, I can't wait to get people on the show to open up with us. Yeah. Us and never against us. Yeah. And if they do, we shall slay them down in front of you. (laughs) I'm trying to reconnect. All right, so let's keep it going. Let's keep rolling. I was just going to say, I'm looking forward to to hanging out with Zach uh, Berger and uh, the podcast episode. That should be fun. That'll be good. I'm going to have Zach Berger with Mujahid Akbar, and it's going to be East Coast versus West Coast Chef, even though um, Muji, my boy Mujahid, Mo Money. Mo Money. Yeah, Mo fucking Money. Let's go. Shout out to the, both of the East Coast chefs, my favorite chefs. So what's a, what's what another you, what's another idea in my book that I left at your house and I need you to read me off right oh now? Oh, my gosh. So. Yeah, for real. You left the book, too. I thought I thought you took the book. And then I just found it uh, yesterday, I think it was. Yeah. yeah um, no, I left the book not on purpose. But, yeah, if you want to go through, um, unless there's something interesting written to it, just go right through. But if there's some with just names next to it, don't even uh, do the list. We'll call them all out and see if it's fun. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right, so who's on the hit list? Yeah, so, yeah, I was looking at this as I was talking to you. So the the gym podcast, Andre, Jeff, and Lily, that should be fun. I was going to say, I was going to suggest maybe we could put in some educational content, too, talk about, like, fitness or something in in that respect. You're right sure. now. I can go through like a whole gym workout for real. The parking lot with invisible weights. You've seen it. Yeah. So I got plenty of stuff to add to it if they don't. I wonder but if there's. That's why they're going to be some of my favorite guests because I already know most of these answers. I just want to hear it from their perspective and know how their life is and how it is in a different pair of shoes. Maybe I'm not looking at it correctly. Yeah, I, I'm having multiple perspectives always is a cool way to learn about something. Very insightful. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I wonder how it's going to translate if we give educational fitness content through audio only podcast. 
we'll do nutrition. Um, we'll do go see them at the gym. Nutrition works. Advertising works. We can name drop routines. So, like, if oh, you don't know what military bench press is, you can Google it. But that's an actual term for a specific movement. Nice. So I'm not I'm not worried about the visual aspects on that one. Great. I just want to hear what my old friend has to say about running a business. I'd love to hear what that's my new idea. yoga friend has to say about running a business. I want to hear the horror stories. I want to hear the good stories. I want to hear the motivation behind the reason they get up in the morning and go to work. I love it. I love you too, my guy. <laughs> Yo, so under that is microscope and television. I already did that post on my Instagram. Shout out to my Instagram. If you like television and you want to see what I do for a living, when I look at somebody's white blood cells, I count the first 100. If I count a certain amount of cells, I can tell if you have a bacterial infection. I can tell if you have an allergy. I can tell if you have a virus. I can tell if you have really bad sepsis, which is really bad um bacteria infection of the blood and i can also tell you if you have parasites depending on how many of each cell i count the cells the white blood cells i refer to them as your platoon so if i count a bunch of foot soldiers you have a bacteria infection if i count a bunch of bazookas you might have a really bad bacterial infection if i count a bunch of lymphocytes which we'll call our sniper sites then you have a viral if you have too many eosinophils, you're either a parasite and we're, or if you have a lot of eosinophils, it could just be an allergy to a peanut. Oh, off. Scientist. The arsenalologist, the biologist, the blood banker, the original scientist. Welcome to the OG science show, the Andrew <laughs> 2.0 show with me and my bro ho, Wesley Soso. Hey, lyricist. You got to add lyricist to that. I'm a fucking poet, baby. Let's do it. Oh, poet. <laughs> so the then, American poet. The American Don't poet. you fucking know it. Yes. So then I also saw Adam and Zach, but that was different episodes. We got Feely, Adam, and Eric on one with Banksy and Space Invader. What's that? Yeah, so shout out to Feely who taught me about Banksy way back in the day when he was doing a Che Guevara sketch for me. He'll remember that. I want Adam Seawalk on the show because that's a good friend of mine who had my back when I first moved into my apartment. And he was one of the only friends I had at the time that didn't steal from me. So I'll never forget that. <laughs> Shout out to Adam Seawalk. I hope Eric and Matt Feely and Eric Smith, I should say, instead of Eric, are doing very well. The reason why I wanted the three of them on is because they're three friends. Matt Feely taught me about Banksy. Eric Smith taught me about Warcraft. Adam Seawalk was always the web, the spider that brought us all together. He was very generous. He always invited all of his friends over. I wouldn't have some of my friends if it wasn't for Adam Seawalk and his generous web. Honestly. So, Adam, I'd love to have you on the show. And if you can bring Eric and Matt Feely to phone in, <laughs> we'll call up E.T. and we'll all phone home. Yeah. Yo, there's, so you're the host of this recording. And if you notice, you can add more people to this call. I think you can see it on your screen. Yeah. Just just want to give you that tip right there so we can easily add more people, I think. I don't think I've done it myself yet. Get Adam Seawalk. <laughs> yeah, see cool. See if, can, see if someone answers right now. Yeah, exactly. This is now now it has like a live radio feel to it. Yeah. If we if we can call someone in on the spot and get them on a recorded line, <laughs> we'll, like it'll be like an ambush. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I ain't got no ammunition. I ain't hiding in no bush, though. 
Uh, it'll be a friendly ambush. It'll be like a surprise party, like a flash mob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. <laughs> surprise, and you hit him with a flashbang. Happy birthday, and you hit the kazoo. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Like, I'm blind. Oh, yeah, we couldn't make you sure. We had to make sure you couldn't see your presence. Surprise. <laughs> Are you, you're, Burke, you're trying to get the call through? Yeah, I just invited a couple potential guests. Nobody's answering. So oh, what's okay. up? Yeah, it's a, it's a link, right? Yep. All right, yeah. So if they click the link, they'll, ju- they'll just randomly pop in here and we'll be like, what's going on? What's happening? No, actually, it's not. It's not really an ambush because when I when I clicked your link, it it alerted me saying, uh, you know, are, do you want to join this recording or this call? Right. So at least they at least they're they know they know what they're accepting when they when they pop in. Nobody's gonna accept. I'd have to let them know ahead of time. They're gonna be too. <laughs> they're gonna be too scared now that they're on the show. <laughs> Whatever. We'll we'll have to get the we'll show get is very this. enticing. Yes. Exactly. Very and then we got Chef scene. Burger and Chef Mo. Yeah, I already hit them up. Hey. I sent it to... Um, I love talking food. Yeah, I, I sent it to my two chefs. I sent it to my two market guys. I sent it to an influencer. Um, let me see if I can get Henron on. Henron. Uh, is it fucked up but that's the guy at the bp croton oh you want to talk lacrosse soccer and hockey huh i'll talk anything oh yeah 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 so those are my three favorite sports and those are the three most unpopular sports in this country soccer lacrosse and hockey Hmm. new york rangers shout out and shout out to arsenal ajax and holland my three favorite soccer teams you used to rock Ajax everywhere. Yes, I did, and I have them on my fucking arm now. I brought the captain's armband with me to show them who the fuck runs the show. It's Andrew 2.0, and that's my captain's armband from Ajax. Let's go. <laughs> Yo, tech, just from technicalities, I'm sure we could find less liked sports in America than those three. Oh, yeah, it's called uh, Tennis. Squash, yeah, they (laughs) exist. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Water polo, regular polo on the horse, Ralph Lauren polo on a horse, whatever. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So we got some. So we got a couple guys from Dunkin' Donuts. Um, technically, no. I got to work on those. (laughs) Ah, we're gonna talk coffee. What's 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 your plan there? Yeah, I want to know the horror stories and the best stories. I want to know what was the shittiest customer, what is the shittiest coffee you have to make, what is the easiest order, what is the fastest order, what is the th- why did you like working here, why do you not like working here, how did you start working here, um, what's your friend's name because I need more material, so I need two people from Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> I have a I have a friend who um, used to be a manager there. Oh wow. That should be on the show then. Yeah, I'll have to let him know. Actually, I just spoke to him earlier today. He wanted to watch. Um, he 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 ordered a pay per view, uh, because Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar are probably gonna go at it tonight. Oh Christ! Who the fuck cares? Ah, uh, you don't like it? You don't like wrestling? 
I do, but Brock Lesnar was like an animal in the UFC. Now he's going to go back to fake fighting? Oh, Christ. He's he's still an animal. Yeah, he's got a huge penis sword on his chest. He never he never stopped being an animal. Even in even in this Yo, WWE, tell me that sword does not look like a dick. I have not seen his sword in a while. No, actually, he 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 cut he covers it up now. His his latest look is he he looks like a lumberjack. Oh, okay. I was gonna say like when he had the penis sword on his chest. That's when I really was fucking with Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Yeah, check out the tattoo on his chest. It's a penis sword. I have to, I have to check it out because of my love of swords, of course. So somebody said that they can't. I'm not gonna say what they said because it's very personal. But we almost, almost had them. Almost mm. had them. Somebody say they can't for a very personal reason. I'm not gonna say it out loud. But thank you to the beautiful lady who said that she can't and responded. <laughs> Got you. In time, Miss Shady. In time. Yeah, yeah. And then it looks like you're just gonna be shout out to Kim Shady, who's an Instagram influencer, TikTok, TikTok bombshell. She's gonna be on the show. She said she can't today, and we're gonna let that one go because she's a beautiful soul, and she's the only one that reached out so far, just for today that we're ambushing people. So. Shout out to Miss Shady, one of my favorite ladies from my hometown. We're going to call it uh, the end of that train. We'll call it the gravy train. Enough of that. Nice. Bro, I think, I think that's, a, that's a fire start. And if we get that going, then, it should, then, all we, then all we have to do is just share the podcast episodes. And we'll be like, look, this is what we're doing. You want to be about it or not, you know? Exactly. And that's very, very black or white on the invite. Oh, we, ain't got, <laughs> we ain't got time for this shit. <laughs> we're we're trying to we're trying to make episodes. We're trying to put content out. Meeting people, networking, sharing stories, all the above. Yes. Yes, yes, and yes. Oh. Yeah. So look, I mean as far as as far as I'm concerned. You know, right there, like we're at the twenty-nine minute mark, tw- almost thirty-minute mark. Yeah. You know that. All right. So be- how about how about we keep going for a little bit? Go down the list. Keep going. Oh yeah, sure, sure. So so at number six we have tattoos. All right. So that's gonna be Precious from Newberry Comics. Shout out to Precious, and it's gonna be your tattoo artist. What's the next one? Number seven, we have the neighborhood friends, the Hen Hutters. All right, we're gonna keep that one private. Shout out to Jackie. And Alex Broughton, who are my neighbors. Uh, I want to do a three Hilltop Road special for people in my neighborhood only. So that'll be to the two Broughton sisters. And they're allowed to bring Michael Broughton on as well. Bro. And then if you're doing a neighborhood special, you got to go door to door and knock on people's doors and tell them to listen. All right. Yes. They'll all, they'll all respond. Most of them that know me. If they moved out and they're new neighbors, they're going to have no clue who I am. True, if true, they, true. If they were there from 2011 forward, they know who I am. Nice. Yeah. People you know, obviously. Yeah. You got to hit them up. Yep. It's been a while since I went around the neighborhood knocking door to door for some sugar. <laughs> so we got the next on the list is Leo Saccone and Chuck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to let Leo make that decision. I haven't talked to him yet. Um, old school friend of mine. I wanted my apartment painted. He offered to do it. He got very busy with his job. I hope life is well. 
we're going to reach out to Leo Sacone as well, and we'll pick his brain about what he wants to talk about. I don't know what we're going to talk about on the Andrew 2.0 show featuring Leo. You put you also put Chuck Machado in that in that line. Yeah, I saw Chuck Machado over at the grocery store. He's now a father. Shout out to one of the coolest fathers on the block, Chuck Machado. I show him at the shop, right? I uh, greeted him with open arms. Machado's a great fucking dude. Said hello. Told him his son was adorable. <laughs> and uh, to get out of here and keep going, because you got more important shit than I do, I'm still single, ready to mingle. And he started laughing. <laughs> I think Chuck Machado should come on the show, and I'll bring him on with Lenny. That way, um, he knows everybody on the show at once. Cool. Yeah, I used to hang out with Chuck a little bit. Yeah, good. Uh, reach out to Chuck for me then. I can do that. You can tell him that he saw me in the shop right not too long ago, but I didn't answer. I didn't talk to him at the Andrew 2.0 show because I wanted to see how he would respond because he was a friend mm. back in the day, and he responded very friendly. So Chuck's a lot on the show. <laughs> nice, nice. And then we got uh, Keith, uh, the uh, varsity soccer episode, I guess. Yes. So we're going to have, uh, I'd appreciate if we get Steve Pacey on there. I'm not sure what he's yeah. doing or I haven't talked to him in a very, very long time. Oh, I, I um, actually was talking to him recently. Oh, yeah. I think he's in, he was working in uh, Terrytown. His job's in Terrytown, I think. <coughs> no shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. All right. I haven't, yeah. yeah. This is a good excuse to get connected with him. Yeah. He was always very good to us. Steve should be on that episode. Yeah, he's a good dude. Good. Good. I hung out with him a lot. We'll bring him on, and then I'm going to ask him who he thinks he should be on. I think Steve would have a good idea. I also have a couple people in mind. Uh, I also have two people in mind I don't want on from the soccer team. So we'll see what PC <laughs> says, and we'll go from there. <laughs> got you. Got you. So we have a your fifth grade episode. <laughs> That's going to be you, Charlie Schneider, Adam Seawalk, and Zach Berger, everybody in that photo. <laughs> How great was that photo? And you're the one that took it for your podcast shout-out to get my fucking fire going, to shout me out inadvertently. That was the sweetest thing anybody's ever done for me, was Wes's podcast to wake me the fuck up. <laughs> The picture, no, that, that's, I don't know who took that picture of what with Charlie. That's that my photo. picture and all of them are in it. Yeah, that's a good photo. The one, the one I took has Heather and Brienne in it. What was the next guess? Um, Say it again. Heather and Brienne? Yes. I need Charlie Schneider for that show. That's going to be a funny ass show and I need Charlie to calm myself down. <laughs> Charlie was very good at balancing me out back in the day. So I need Charlie back for that show. He's also very good friends with Brianne. So I know Charlie can help us get Brianne on. Heather Mackey's a very good person. What she's doing these days, I really am not sure. Yo, when Last we were... time I saw Heather was at Fulgums, we bullshitted. I uh, walked right by her and realized it was her at first. She called me out on it. It was great. Fulgums. <laughs> yeah, she was like, what the fuck? You just walked by. I was like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I did. How are you? And we just started bullshitting. <laughs> I could tell she was like, she knew that I like by my reaction that I legit walked by and I didn't realize it was her, but mm. um, she's cool. So yeah, I'd love to get a uh, fifth grade with everybody in that picture. And then I'd love to get fifth grade with some good friends of ours, uh, Brienne, Heather and Charlie, just because the other day when we were talking about fifth grade, like 
there was just so many stories like about Shokin and all this other shit. Yeah. It's like I forgot I used to be friends with these people at one point in my life. Like yeah. it feels like a lifetime ago. But when I saw Shokin and I was like, I'm hanging around Heather and Brienne, like it's uh Charlie and Wes. Like I forgot how much like when you're younger, you kinda like you're less judgmental, I guess, and less things bother you. I'm not saying that that's why the three of us ever stopped talking. It was just natural selection. You know, like we all grew up, we start doing different things, start hanging out with different people and our lives are different. That's all. But looking back at one point, uh, the stars aligned and we were all friends at one point. I thought that was kind of interesting. So uh, there's a lot I don't remember um when it comes to those years and i think that might be why i I was writing down my early years the most because um i'm not going to be able a lot of those are going to be ambush questions for me i'm not going to remember half of the material Hmm. when we were when we were seniors uh i used to have i used to eat breakfast with charlie like every day for like a few months this is charlie's smart as fuck very caring person a uh, very unbiased and a very loyal friend. It's hard to come by people like Charlie. Trust me, he was my best friend for a long time for a reason. Yeah, I would like to get breakfast with him again. Yeah, I would too. Charlie would definitely hit us up for a bagel. He's got a good heart. <laughs> so, how are you planning on getting in touch with Ryan Podstupka and Jesse Liebman? That is up in the air. I think I'm gonna have to ask the NSA to track those guys. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> And how about John Van Scoy? Um, yeah, those are both farts in the dark. I don't know if those are going to happen. Those are dreams that uh, might turn into cream. I don't know. <laughs> Not shit. How about who's Bradley? Uh, I only wrote Bradley, so I would remember it's um, our boy Brad, who was uh, John introduced me to him, and then I was working out at the same gym that Brad was working out at like 10 years after John Van Scoy left. So we'd always talk about John Van Scoy. Because John Van Scoy was the one that brought us all together. So I still talk with Brad. I wish him well. I know he's very much into the lifting scene with him and his cool-ass girlfriend. Might even be wife now. Uh, it's been a while. Uh, but shout out to Bradley and John Van Scoy. That would be a great fifth-grade episode. Mm. Yeah. I have yeah. a memory of one time. Um, I was walking to go to the bathroom, and I accidentally stepped on Brad. And then I woke him up. And then the next person I stepped on was John. And I accidentally woke him up. But he farted so loud, the three of us started crying. <laughs> like, I'm stumbling through the room. I step on Brad. He's like, ow. I step on John. She's like, <laughs> And we're all awake. And we're just like, holy shit. Like, John woke himself up with his ass cheeks that morning. So that was just one story I'm going to put in the shout out. So when we have uh, my boy Brad listening, he can get John Van Square on the show because he was a very good guy. Had a cool ass house in Verplank, had a pool. His parents were some of the nicest people I've ever met. John Van Square always had my back and I'd still have that guy's back if he ever showed back up. <laughs> John's actually Dutch, I think. Uh, it's cheating when you put the word Van in your last name. You're either from Belgium or Holland. So I'm pretty sure John was a Dutch brother before I knew it. <laughs> Yeah. John left early. He, he His family went to Florida, I think, in like, what was it? Not even middle school. It was like elementary fifth, school. Fourth or fifth grade, yeah. Yeah. I think it was fifth grade he left. They went south. They went. They wanted to stay warm. Yeah. He was, he was a cool dude. 
So we got uh, two artists. Great family. I liked everybody in that family. No joke. Yeah, they were, they were, so, they were such nice people. Really friendly. Yeah, his dad was hysterical and could be a hard ass. His mom was always hysterical and a sweetheart. And his sister, Jenna, was just like him. It was hard not to like the John Van Scoy family. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So we got two artists, Angela and Erica. Oh, God. Um, I might need to change up that artist lineup. I've reached out to both. I think maybe because of our past is why they're not reaching back. Um mm-hmm. But I'm doing my best on trying to get some real artists on the show. Shout out to Erica Pate and Angela M. I would say uh, Angela Medlin, but I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. But uh, Angela's from North Carolina. Erica is from New York. Um, They were the first two people I've ever heard say out loud that they're an artist. Um, And for our age group, I thought that spoke volume. Um. I still have artwork by both of them. I think maybe that's why I thought about them when I thought about I want to have two artists. Mm-hmm. I don't know too much about making art anymore, man. It seems like it would be a career that would stress me out because it would be supply versus demand, and I am the supply. That would be very stressful at one point for me. So I thought having some artists on the show would be a good idea. If you know of any artists, write them down because I'm struggling to come up with people to show up for the show right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've... Uh, we're already down the entire first page, you know, so that's, that's a lot of episodes by then. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the second page. Yeah. There was actually, there was, there's one, there's one more group here. We got Jeff C and the New York detail doctor. Oh, I already got them both on lock. So, um, Jeff little mouse is Jeff Correa from soccer. Mm-hmm. He was on travel soccer team with me and, um, he owns his own car business in Verb Plank, and he's working on a custom grill for my Jenny, my Genesis G80. Nice. And the license plate is N-U-N-Y-A for Nunya Business. Mm, Nunya. Nunya. Haven't heard that Nunya. in a while. Nunya. Nunya fucking business. <laughs> Mind your goddamn all right, so yeah, Jeff and the New York doctor, the New York detail doctor was sitting in my barber's chair before I got my cut. When I realized it was the New York detail doctor, I was like, yo, Greg, I think that's his name. I'm going to fuck that up if it's not, but I was like, uh, I really like your shit. I want you to clean my car. He's like, you got it, man, because I was like, holy shit, this is the New York detail doctor or whatever the hell his fucking Instagram is. You know what? Hold on. Let me make sure so I can do this shout out when he hears me. He knows I'm not fucking around because... Mm-hmm. The Detail Doctor New York. Shout out to my boy, The Detail Doctor New York. And we're also shouting out STS Auto Design. STS Auto Design. Jeff is very good at welding, race fabrication. He'll upgrade your performance parts. He does stainless steel exhaust systems, and he'll customize your headers and manifolds. Hit him up, STS Auto Design. Hmm. And if you need the inside of your car to look even cleaner, that's the detailed doctor to you. He's offering hmm. auto detailing services. He's out of Westchester near Mayapak. He does ceramic coating, paint corrections. He'll make your ride look so fucking clean that that car is going to be confused and think it's a different fucking machine. It's mm-hmm. never been that clean. He does paint corrections off factory line paint failures. Mm-hmm. So you get a weird scrape. And when you first bought your car, 
the New York Detail Doctor is your guy to go to. He'll put a ceramic coating on, which is like a clear bra. So if a stone kicks up in the winter, you go back to him in the spring. He'll take it off. All the dings are gone. Great kid. Great guy. Same with Jeff. I can't wait to do the car show with the Detail Doctor and Jeff Correa. Shout out. Cool. Wes, give me 30 seconds. I need a breather. Sure thing, man. Fill it in for me. What do you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, nothing right now. I mean, we're just recording this. You know, we don't, we don't, we could just easily clip this out. It's an empty space. Um, <clears throat> How's Kelsey and Lillian doing? Fam's doing well. I was just there with them. Everyone's pretty, pretty uh, peaceful, doing well. There was just um, not much going on, honestly, you know. Um, I can tell there's a lot of ums and I don't knows. Yeah, man. It's just not not too much to talk about in t- in terms of uh, things that are like Worth news or exciting. I mean, I guess I, I guess you. from your perspective, everything would be new, you know, because you're not you don't really know what's going on with them. And I'm and it, for me, it's all old news. Yep, I get that. Yeah, I forgive you. <laughs> Kelsey's on her grind. She's she Kelsey, actually Kelsey is an artist. So Kelsey needs to be on the show. Shout out to Kelsey Sosa. Yes. <laughs> she's making money with her art. That's what she's going to do. She's going to be on our show and help us make some money. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually. Good God idea. Wesley Sosa's little sister, Kelsey Sosa. I oh, always yeah. knew she was an artist. I didn't know she would actually do it. <laughs> At that age, I just thought it was arts and crafts. Never mind. What's your what's your experience with Dungeons and Dragons? I'm scared of Dungeons and Dragons. I've never played that board game. <laughs> I don't like those two words. Not in the same sentence. It sounds like a sex operation and a dragon's gonna be whipping me. You... I just hope that dragon is red haired and she's hot. <laughs> just sounds like something I would do in hell, like Dungeons and Dragons. Like, nope, I'd rather play Monopoly. Let's play Yahtzee. Nope, let's play Go Fish. I'm not playing it up. <laughs> yeah, man. It's scary. Of course it's scary. It's, <laughs> but you're locked in a dungeon. You got to fight off dragons. And there's some like, <laughs> weird wizard who's got some like loose wizard sleeve. That's what I refer to as an uncircumcised cock. That's not me. Oh, he's got a loose wizard sleeve. Like, oh, it's Merlin. He's got a fucking chode and it's uncircumcised. Get me out of this dungeon. I need a dragon. Quick, cast a spell. Pocus, pocus, a la shalom. What the fuck did they say in Harry Potter? Uh, Aquidosis. I don't fucking know. Something levioso. Yes, I'll leave a levioso. <laughs> I'm a float my Tylenol way levioso. <laughs> Ibuprofen Levioso. <laughs> yeah. All right. So hopefully I never wrote down Dungeons and Dragons. Jesus Christ. What's another idea on the sheet? Let's go to page two. Yeah. So on page two, I, I my, like I'm, I reviewed the whole What thing. do you got for you? And you have a lot of uh, like notes. Yeah, notes, but like basically, like two two people from Five Guys, two people from Taco Project, two people from Walmart. Yeah, I think those would be all self-explanatory. 
Yeah, like so just... we got some people we gotta find too. We still gotta yeah. find some of these mother flowers. Two people from the Shell gas station, Jimmy and Johnny. Oh yeah, well, uh, yep, that's a good one. I can't get into that one. That's very neighborhoodish. Shout out to Yonkers and DMX. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so I think page two just looks like a lot of this. Like, uh, well, well, there's two bartenders, Kevin Foster and David Davis. Yeah, so shout out to Kevin Foster. We got to send him this, see if we can get him involved. Uh, one of the nicest kids I know and for a little bit was at a funeral. Shout out to some of the nicest people. Um, shout out to T-Bird and uh, shout out to the Gauthiers who sadly passed away. Um, there's too many names to say. Shout out to Tyler Seeger. Shout out to George Landers. I always saw Kevin Foster at shitty times. Uh, mm. Kevin Foster wrote on my long ago, happy birthday. I've had friends for a whole lifetime that still forget to hit me up on Facebook. Don't give a shit. But Kevin went out of his way that day to write 30 seconds. He thought... Um, was on similar level. And, and uh, I always had a good place in my heart for Kevin Foster. Tough cookie right out of Hell's Kitchen, but nice fucking guy. So my buddy Davis, I work with in Yonkers. Um, he's now, um, I believe he's assistant supervisor of phlebotomy there. He's done very well since I helped him get the job. I got him a job interview, but he killed it and he got the job. Mm. So I got him in the room. Yes, it was a good favor of mine. He had to do his interview. He passed with flying colors. Davis, long story short, um, life comes full circle. I have one year left graduating Mercy College. I have to go find an internship. Off period in the summer. I didn't know I was going to have. I was too old to lifeguard. I lost my job at the last day camp because I showed up late one day. So I went to a bartending school in New Rochelle. Shout out to Dennis and his bartending school. When I graduated, he took a picture of everybody, and it was with your favorite bottle of liquor. So I picked up my Johnny Walker Blue, and I took a picture of it, and Davis wrote on there. Um, I saw Davis' first college class ever at Mercy, we both did very bad in chemistry 101. I ended up having to retake the course. I ended up getting an A, but that was about two years later. Long story short, I took the course with Davis. I met him, didn't see him again. Now I'm graduating. I'm an internship away. I need a bartending job. Davis messages me. I have a bartending job. I was like, holy shit. So I fill him in. I was like, damn, man. Remember when we first saw each other in chemistry? Now you got me a job. Like, you're helping me out. Three years later, I've been in my job two now for bottomist, and he needs experience. He just did his 12-week class, and he needs experience. I said, I'm going to get you that job. You do not call out for the first six months to a year. Don't call out sick. Just show up. <laughs> a year later, they turned my part-time brother in into a full-time position. Now Davis is a full-time phlebotomist for the last uh, almost a year now. Nice. Yeah, so life comes full circle. He saved me and got me the bartending job. And then later in life, when I started working at the hospital, and he remembers I'd show up to the golf course and we were bartending at the country club in my scrubs and shit, and I'd leave in scrubs. They always used to ask me how nursing programs going. Not him, but everybody else. 
Hmm. But I was going to become a scientist. And uh, Davis had my back. And then a couple years later, he said, I need a phlebotomy job. And I said, I know the supervisor. I'm going to go get you that job. And I did. I took his resume and I went right up to the phlebotomy supervisor. I said, I heard you complain the other day. You're short. I had one of my best friends I'd known for a long time. I would never recommend anybody from my family or friends unless I thought they would achieve good things here. I was like, sign him up. And they grabbed Davis and he, which I knew he would be. Uh, he ended up becoming a full-time position in less than a year. Hmm. With no experience before he walked in the door. My boy excelled. And all I had to do him was get in the door. But I made him that promise because he got me the door in Sunningdale. Hmm. So life came full circle. So shout out to David and Kevin Foster. The bartending episode is going to be fun as shit. <laughs> yeah, so uh, other what than that. Think, what, what do you think about that idea? I mean, that's all that was just you keeping it real and just, you know, feeding into this positive energy of a podcast that you that you got going on. It's going to be fun. I think so, too. I can't wait, man. It's going to be a hell of a ride. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Page two is full of other stuff like that, where you just you're just getting a couple people from different places. Uh, like we got Tony and Ruby from B- Bankers. Yeah, TV Bank. <coughs> hang on, hang on. Yeah, Ruby and Tony are at my TD Bank. They want to be on the podcast. They're very excited. That's cool. Two people we can definitely get in a recording very soon. I just have to go back and get their numbers, and that could be one of our first episodes. Mm. One is Flaming Gay, I think, but I didn't realize it until he flicked his wrist and he said, ooh, podcast show. Mm. So you're going to have to delete that part out of it. I forgot we were recording. <laughs> But well, yeah, you're the you're the host. Shout out to TD Bank. I hope I can. Uh, I hope I can. I hope you can send me your your recording, and I can take it right into my anchor. I, I don't think I've ever tried that yet. You think it's gonna be too big? No, not not that it's too big, but oh wait, maybe. No, I don't know. I don't know. I gotta I gotta try. I gotta. Tr- we we ha- we have some homework to do with this anchor app. All right, we'll finish that after the recording. Yeah. Exactly. We'll, we'll figure it out. And by the way, we can we can always chop up this into smaller segments anyway. If it, if that is a problem, we can make it. Yes, smaller. it will be a problem. So what we're gonna have to do is keep the original form, and then every time we shout somebody out, chop that up and put it in the beginning so they hear it right away. Yeah, and then we just play out the hour. Yeah, I think that'd be a great idea. Every shout out, we clip out put in front of the whole thing and then they'll hear it twice but at least they'll hear the bait right in the beginning yes exactly is that something you could help me out with yeah i think so okay figure it out when we get there um the only other name on the second page here is soccer shop danny soccer shop danny is still a stranger but soccer shop danny is a cool fucking guy so we'll figure that out when we get there nice Shout out to Soccer Shop Danny over at Terrytown. He's an Arsenal fan. Good friend of mine. 
but he always forgets my name, but he always forgets the face. So I just really like the guy, and we'll go in there and we'll find out from there. I'm not too sure on that one. Nice, nice, nice. Okay. And then on this last page, there's a few there's a few names that you wrote down. Uh, CC, Norma, Keller Williams, Kareem Kirby. Yeah, so those are going to be uh, – I don't need shout-outs in podcast recordings for those invites. Those are professionals of mine that are a lot older. Ah, nice. So I'm just going to – those are just on the table. I've already spoke with them in person. They seem to agree, but – um, they're a lot older, so I'm very much on the fence about if it actually happened. So we'll skip that part for now. Cool, cool. Sounds good. That's it, man. That's the best you note so far. That's a great start. Phenomenal start. Uh, did I lose you? Hello? I don't hear you if you're talking. I think I lost you, man. That's this is uh we can always put this end this one and start up a new one if the connection just cut out for some reason. If you even hear me anymore. All right, I'm gonna hang this up and we'll try and reconnect it on the um one more time. <laughs> 